everybody. Welcome to the Rural Revival Podcast. I'm your host, Deanna Larson. Today, we're talking with Emma Hicks of Maine and Second, the Iowa Gathering, and Camp Climb. And if you can tell from that list, Emma is an entrepreneur at heart and has a lot of experience in starting and growing small businesses. And we're excited to have her here to share more about that and to hear what she's learned through these experiences. So welcome, Emma. All right. Well, I'm sitting here with Emma Hicks of actually many different projects that she's going to share with us more about. So you currently live in eastern Iowa and sort of have your hands in all of these different things that mostly center around picking and vintage. Tell us a little bit about your background and how you got started in this. Yeah, sure. Um, so when I was 19 years old, we had our first daughter. Um, we now have three little kiddos. They're ages seven, four, and one. But we went up to Cedar Falls for um, college and we had our one-year-old daughter and I said I was going to go work at the bar because all I knew was the restaurant industry. So I told that to my husband and he said, you are not working at a bar in college town. So we were just driving one day, went to my first auction and decided to flip what I had purchased with $100 and put it online, created a Facebook page and sold that stuff online and doubled my money and just kept growing confidence from there. I started selling out of my garage and then I opened up a storefront called Stews in Cedar Falls, Iowa. It was a little off the beaten path. It was a little hidden gem that people really liked. Um, selling raw industrial goods, industrial, um, just yeah, vintage goods. So from there, had that storefront for four years and then we moved back to the Quad Cities area um, to the farmhouse that we fixed up and are now living in. And after having two more kids, so a total of three, I decided that the storefront wasn't for me anymore. So that's where Main and Second comes in. And I did a rebrand and started a lifestyle blog in an online store. Wow. Yeah. Did you always know you wanted to be an entrepreneur or did you just kind of stumble into that and figure out that you liked it? Yeah, sure. So um, when I got out of high school, I actually um, had enough credits. So in high school, my second semester half the day I would be taking classes for high school. And then the other half of the day I was doing event planning and design course online. Um, the other half of my day, well, pregnant in high school, (laughs) but Hey, make the best out of what you're handed. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so I went ahead and got that course done and I was a event catering manager after that, after graduating high school at a hotel. Um, so I did all the event planning for them, really liked it. But when we moved up to Cedar Falls, and I got out of that and started picking. And now everything's kind of coming around full circle. So Wow. So this all somehow eventually led you to starting your own TV show, Small yeah. Town, Big Pick, which just aired its pilot episode. Yes. It's been really exciting. Um, the pilot party at my mom's bar was probably one of the most amazing nights. I got so many text messages the next day of like, from my really close girlfriends, just like, you're so, you're just glowing and so beautiful last night. And so just like genuinely happy. But yeah, just the people I've met in this industry are one of a kind creatives. I don't know. In the community of just like the picking business, they're all like the same people. I would go to Junk Jubilee here in Des Moines, Iowa and everyone you meet it's like I always like wanted to have like a party after junk shows and I tried to do that with Iowa Gathering but we're so exhausted but 
there just has to be like a networking of just us because we never do anything for ourselves. We're always doing stuff for other people. So, so take us through what that process is like getting approached for a show and then filming and watch the pilot episode being aired. Yeah. Um, so I was actually at Vintage and Made Fair, which was in West Des Moines, and set up there with some girls from the shop Kelowna. And we got approached, me and Kay Boyer, she's part owner of the shop Kelowna, to guest star on West End Salvage, which was um, had two successful seasons on DIY Network. And we went on there, guest starred, and the same producers that are our producers now for Small Town Big Pick were the producers for West End Salvage. Um, so we've just kept in contact ever since and it's been a long road. (laughs) Um, and it's just always a waiting game to see, you know, the next step started with a sizzle in January, 2017 filming that. And then from there they gave us the pilot and that was aired 2017, the summer of, and now we, um, are just waiting to hear if we get a series or not. So, wow. Uh, yeah. And you said and you, you didn't, said didn't even, even watch the, watch first, the episode first episode until the night, the night it aired. Again. Yes. Um, we actually did get the link, so we watched it that afternoon. Wow. Um, but yeah, it was, they did a really good job. I thought I, there was moments in there. My husband was kind of cringing cause he's a very, very sarcastic man and some of his sarcasm, just, yeah, they took his, yeah, sarcasm serious, which was comical, but. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you mentioned in a recent interview that you want this show to emphasize family values and also shine a light on small towns. And I love this quote specifically. You said, we really believe that big things can come from small towns. Of course, I love hearing that. <laughs> Tell us more about your heart for small towns and rural communities. Yeah, definitely. So my mom, I'll give you a little background. She's the reason for all my entrepreneurial roots. She owns a tavern in our small town. And it's really the glue that keeps our town together. Um, Population 400, Kalamas, Iowa. She is on the city council. She is just a really big part of that town. And um, every morning, all of the 80 and 90 year olds come in for coffee. And then it switches and transitions into lunch hour, feeding all of the farmers and the business people at work and then transitions into night and having dart leg and pool leg and, um, chicken wing nights and taco nights. Um, but just, yeah, bringing life back into the small towns. Um, you gotta have pride in your small town. And if there's no purpose in your small town, then there's no passion. And with these small towns dying out, um, by maybe schools consolidating and closing down. Um, There's just no purpose for them. So I just am very passionate that it really only takes, you know, one business to make that town boom. So, yeah, you know, yeah, you just... There's a lot of potential. Yeah. Yeah. And it only takes one person sometimes. That's exactly right. Mm -hmm. Yep. And you're kind of leading the way. So that's that's really I'm trying. I'm trying to jump on the bandwagon. Yeah. Well, as if a TV show wasn't exciting enough, you also started thinking bigger beyond your own picking business and you established Iowa Gathering. You kind of put your own unique spin on what a lot of us would probably call a vintage show. Yep. Yep. Um, so we needed somewhere to film for when we were filming for Small Town Big Pick, the pilot. 
and there was no markets going on. So I called up my closest pick and friends and we all came together in three weeks time and went to the Barnet Bunker Hill set up and it was amazing. And I, the film crew kept saying, you know, we just like need to catch a couple of moments, you know, of someone buying and selling and like, I'm not bringing all this stuff here and not having a market. I mean, if we're going to do it, let's do it. So yeah. we ended up doing the catering and having the market, having a rub your float station, doing a photo booth. Like we just took on a little too much than we probably should have, but we've learned a lot from that one. Kept learning a lot from the second one. And then our third one at Ashton Hill Farm. Great. And now we have our summer one coming up. And that is going to be back at the Barnum Brophy Creek outside of DeWitt, Iowa. So Awesome. I love it. And you guys should seriously go check out their website, iowagathering.com, and see the pictures because it just looks like a whole lot of fun. Something you would want to be a part of for sure. Yeah, it's definitely an experience. And it's fun that they're different every time. I think that's what people are looking for these days is an experience and an unplug and disconnect and, you know, yeah. get away from the day to day. So, so through all these different things you have going on, you seem to have noticed something that there are a lot of creatives wanting to bring an idea to life or even grow an existing business. So you decided to create a retreat for female creatives called Camp Climb. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, this is a very exciting project. I love event planning and design. Um, I love coordinating things. So this has been very fun. Um, I have grown a lot of confidence in some speakers and sponsors that I've landed and just really excited to get our first one under our belt and see where this takes us. Oh, yeah. Well, it sounds like a lot of fun and you have a lot of great things planned. Tell us a little more about what the weekend's going to look like. So Camp Climb is a weekend retreat for female creatives at Camp Liberty, which is this historic Girl Scout camp that they just threw $2 million into, and it is gorgeous. Um, so people will come to camp on Friday, August 24th, and they will get escorted to their tents, A-frame tent huts, um, by Jeeps, that Jeep will be our sponsor of this event. And they will get a tour and just really inviting. Um, nothing stuffy about it here. This is a positive community and we're all here to connect and collaborate and network together. And each individual base tent and peak section will be staying together. And we'll kick off that night with a bonfire and barbecue down by the lake and just work on networking all together down there. Saturday morning, yoga at the lake, and then we will go ahead and break out into sections and do branding assets and audits and um, just different things to help people grow their businesses and take to the next level. Our peak campers will get that time to pamper themselves and just really refresh and reflect on all of their successes and we'll break out for lunch. And then the afternoon is going to be, going to be filled with so much um, inspiration and motivation for everyone. And that is when our day campers get to have the opportunity to come join us for a few hours. Um, we have Danny Fountain. She's an amazing go-getter. She actually works for Google. You guys should go check her out. She's awesome. Um, and just, she's very relatable and hilarious. Um, and then we'll also have a panel up there to be able to relate to these people, be people that are very um, successful in different lines of business. And we'll get to hear how they made it to the top. And then we get keynote Jenna Kutcher in there. And people are so excited about that. You have to check out her podcast too, Gold Digger Podcast. Uh, that girl is all about self-love and self-worth. Um, so excited about that. And then we will end Saturday night with a PM pool party and food trucks and Sunday morning, wake up, do yoga and go ahead and close with closing ceremony for camp. So 
really excited. That's really sounds excited. Awesome. Yeah, my cheeks are going to hurt from smiling by the end of the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing. Yes. So all of these things that we've talked about so far have started with this idea that you have then grown into what they are now. And I'm sure that's come with a lot of ups and downs along the way. So what advice would you have for someone who's thinking about starting a new business or maybe just started one or maybe even has had a small business in a small town for a while and just needs a little encouragement? What would you say to them? Yeah, for the people that haven't done it, just do it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and for those that are looking for some encouragement, um, just finding the positive community. Um, you just have to seek it and it's out there. Um, and just finding people that support you. That's huge. Support is huge. Um, and some people don't have the support, whether it's from their spouse or their family. So definitely finding that because if you have passion for something that you're behind, you're bound to be successful at it. Um, it's going to take some time. I feel like just when I shut up my shop, in Cedar Falls, you know, it was just starting to get established. And it's like, wow, I just spent four years, you know, just trying to get people to my shop and now you shut it. But obviously that show, you know, everything's worked full circle from there. And there was a reason for that season in my life. So absolutely. And just taking the risk and going and moving forward with your ideas, because with great risk is going to lead you to great reward. Um, yeah. So Talk with us a little bit about the differences between having an actual storefront and then switching to online. Yeah, so closing up my storefront, you know, I really just didn't know what I wanted to do, but I didn't want to lose my identity. So I decided to do the lifestyle blog and the online store. Um, I definitely make more sales with the storefront. People like to see the stuff in person and that in turn makes them buy more stuff. But with the right promoting and the right curating and good photography, um, can definitely have a successful online store. Um, getting out and doing markets has helped me a lot too, you know, just getting that exposure because it's really hard for a small business online. I mean, there's a lot of fish in that sea. So getting yourself out there and your brand out there and competing against that is, is hard, but, um, yeah, just keep promoting yourself on social media outlets and, um, hopefully you can make a consistent income on that. So it seems like you also did this because you figured out what works for you and you kind of built this around your life. And I feel like that's just kind of a new thing that we're able to step into even in the last 10 years where we don't have to do it the way that it's always been done. And it's thinking outside the box and how it fits for you. So talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So I'm just like, life is too short to not be happy. So I'm definitely just going to do what makes me happy and feeds my passion. I'm very lucky to have a husband who works his tail off so I can feed my entrepreneur spirit and do what feeds my passion. Um, but it works well with my husband and he's hundred percent supportive of me. So I am very fortunate to have him as my sidekick. Um, so having the storefront was just a lot of tedious hours that didn't work well with having kids. So now with the online store, it's working around um, my life and I am taking charge of my life and making things work and um, bringing the business in when I have time for it and not running myself ragged. So I love that. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So out of all these things you've done and are doing, what are some of the moments that stand out to you? 
it's been really cool to see the excitement in um, the area small towns with the small town big pick and um, just the energy that's been just in my mom's bar from it and the visitors she's getting and that whole experience. I've had a lot of furniture rehab leads from it and home design leads from it. And if we never land a TV show, at least I've had so many good things come from that. So either way, if we get the TV show, great, wonderful, definitely would never pass up the opportunity, but there is just so much excitement and so many opportunities that have come from the TV show that we are so ecstatic about. And I have like our picking adventures, like are so comical. Um, one time my sister, she is like super hypochondriac and I just see dollar signs. So I'll be on Craigslist searching and I came across this pile of ceiling tin that came out of an old historical building in Chicago. And so we left our two oldest kids at home with my mom. And I said, we're going to go to Chicago, pick up the ceiling tin. And we pull into this gated old junkyard that's on the outskirts of Chicago with my sister. Mind you, like she just doesn't even leave Calamus, Iowa. I mean, she is no city girl and just stays within her comfort zones, introvert. And I am six months pregnant with my middle child and we haul 500 pieces of ceiling tin home of leaded paint and it's like <laughs> 90 degrees out and she's just dying. We have to stop at the nearest gas station we can. We have to get hand sanitizer. I think she even like made me take some like medicine to prevent who knows what. I mean, she's just hilarious and yeah, I mean, yeah, the, the wrong person <laughs> to take with me on that pick. Um, during the filming of our pilot, we were in Muscatine and we were up on an overlook and there we were with our family in the blue beater pickup truck that was in the episode of small town, big pick and the brakes went out and we were going to park and we went over our bumper or our front bumper is hanging over the bluff of the ledge. Spencer whips it in reverse. We go across the parking lot end up with our whole truck in someone's front yard in their bushes and they came outside asking if everything was okay oh my god and like how am i gonna get out of this car like rolling down the windows like yeah it was really funny um did they get it on film um yeah they got the whole thing because we had uh little videos in our truck that were all hooked up so yeah i haven't seen them but pretty good tv oh my gosh i know <laughs> it didn't make the cut <laughs> future episode maybe uh, yeah. yeah in all of my picking journeys i've only lost one dresser i came home and i had three dressers in the back of my truck and one was gone so i went looking for it the next day but i couldn't find it <laughs> never a dull moment in the picking business huh yeah so with all these projects that you're involved with and it's amazing that you can do such a great job doing all yeah. these things at once what is next for you in all of this yeah, I mean, I really haven't like stopped life to wait for if we're going to get a series or not. We have Iowa gatherings coming up, the Camp Climb, planning to do a holiday Iowa gathering at the end of the year at a new venue that's going to be opening up Little Lights Events is building a brand new place. So fingers crossed that we land that and that their build goes on schedule and we can have it there because it is gorgeous. Um, but yeah, just keep up with those projects. And when those projects are done, I'm sure I'll find some more. Um I really like to just establish what I have going on and really um, every Iowa gathering I've done, I've made changes to and tweaked. So 
learning along the way and just keep capitalizing. Might do another camp climb at a new location. Um, I would like to keep home base at Camp Liberty, which is near our house, but um, maybe some one days I have a friend out in Colorado and she would love for me to come out, scout some lodges out there. So yeah, we'll see. I mean, there's, there's lots of opportunity and I like just can't stop. I have entrepreneurial roots in me. So um, always on to a next adventure. I love it. It's super inspiring. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's been so much fun talking with you. And like you, we just believe there's a lot of potential in our small towns and rural communities. And we love what you're doing to champion that, not only in your local community, but across America through your TV show. And we have our fingers crossed that that's going to come through. Um, so we're going to be following along. How can people stay connected with you and, and keep up with your journey? Yeah, definitely. Um, main and second Instagram handle. That's going to be where you're going to get the day in the life. Um, Insta story is posted almost on the daily. Um, and then iowagathering.com, gocampclimb.com. Mainandsecond.com is the lifestyle blog. Um, and then on Facebook as well, if you don't have Instagram, go ahead and check us out on Facebook. We have Main and Second, Iowa Gathering, Camp Climb. We keep all of those pages active. Um, so yeah, we're really excited. Great. Well, we're excited for you too. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it's great to have you here and um, big things are ahead. It's great. Yeah. Don't you love all the things that Emma has going on? She's amazing, and I love that she's not afraid to try new things and take a risk and see what happens. Well, I wanted to let you know about a couple of her things coming up. The next Iowa gathering will be Sunday, June 24th at Brophy Creek Farm in DeWitt, Iowa. And then Camp Climb is happening August 24th through 26th in New Liberty, Iowa. And rumor has it, there aren't a lot of spots left. So if you are a female creative and you got excited hearing about Camp Climb, you should definitely head over to their website and sign up and snag one of those spots before they're gone. And lastly, we still have our fingers crossed for Small Town Big Pick, so stay tuned on that. In the meantime, go check out the links in the show notes, and we'll see you back here next week. Have a great day, everybody.